dray or wagonette carting produce to the hungry young city. All the vehicles were pulled by horses or bullocks. What a market for horses and bullocks must exist in this district. He rode eagerly on. His education already commenced. Just at sundown, he saw the roofs of Kapunda gleaming above the trees some miles ahead. Then he rode down among the little hills and emerged to see lights twinkling like a welcome through the gloom. Old Cyclops had done remarkably well, 50 miles that day. He put up at the Prince of Wales Hotel. Before he dined, he made sure that Cyclops was enjoying a good meal in a warm stall. Next morning he paid his bill, one shilling for dinner, one shilling for bed, one shilling for breakfast, one shilling for Cyclops. He mounted and rode away, one shilling left in his pocket, and not a worry in his head. But soon he turned off on the road that leads to the borough. That day, he passed some fine teams hauling copper from the borough mines to Port Adelaide and estimated the capacity and value of each team. Late that afternoon, Cyclops showed signs of knocking up. Dismounting, the boy led the old horse. He had to nurse it. With one shilling, it represented his fortune. Cyclops was the first animal he'd ever owned, and he loved it. Sundown came, and in the chilly dusk, Sid walked on, leading his horse, feeling lonely and hungry. Presently, he saw the twinkle of a fire and, hopefully, turned from the road shadows. Cyclops pricked his ears and sniffed the smoke. It was a mule camp near Black Springs, and a roughly clad man was just lifting the billy off. He glanced up at the boy's approach. Good evening, lad. Good evening, mister. You come far? No, from Kapunda. My horse knocked up. Well, better turn him out. Then come and have something to eat. Thanks. You come from Adelaide Way? Yeah. Been any rain down there? Not for the last few miles, but there's plenty of good feed around the hills. You, um, you heard anything of Big John Forrest? No. He's an explorer, isn't he? Yeah, one of the best. He left Perth about five months ago with his brother Alexander and a party to try and come overland to Adelaide. Is it far? Oh, about 1,500 miles or more by the route he may take. Do you think he'll do it? Sure. Neither bush, nor desert, nor distance can beat Big John. You seem to like him. Uh, every Western Australian does. How many people are there in Western Australia? Well, only uh, 25,000, but, but they'll come. They'll come. If only they could find gold, as they have in Victoria, there wouldn't be enough ships to carry the men there. These explorers must be great men. Oh, they are. They go out in those deserts, wild blacks, plains or mountains ahead of them. They're lost to the world until they return, and if they fail, well, there's no help for them. They blaze the way, the pioneers follow, and we follow the pioneers. The boy was a willing listener while the man talked. His shrewd questions drew willing replies. After breakfast next morning, he saddled Cyclops, and then turned to his friend with a shilling in his hand, a smile on his face. Thank you very much, mister. I'm sorry, it's all I have. Ah, you're welcome, my lad. Keep the money, you'll need it. Years later, 
The boy sought this man who so nicely refused his shilling. He never found him. Township had been busy under the copper boom ever since Pickett, the shepherd, found copper in 1845. Prosperous shops, the long street alive with horse and bullock teams, horsemen riding by, miners thronging in from the mines, a drover coming in with a mob of cattle. Borough was the then terminus of the railway, just completed from Adelaide. This township with its atmosphere of future...